Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, 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 yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, and it is, of course, presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams over the course of seven years. Thank goodness, because it enabled me to have a bunch of gigs in the media, which I love, call NFL and college games for CBS. I'll be doing Army-Navy Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the radio for Westwood One, love that game. One of my favorite days of the year, if not the favorite day of the year. Tuesday's a big day at the Ross Tucker Podcast Factory because it's Power Rankings Tuesday, which means I let you know exactly where I think every team in the NFL stands. And then we got the Even Money Betting Podcast, which is extremely popular and, oh, devastating loss last night from the Jaguars for the even many betting podcast is concerned, but an incredible football game, which we will get to momentarily. We will have new winners this week, whether you're the spread the word winner via social media, which I'm a big fan of. Somehow you do something on social media. Really easy. I love the Spotify wrapped. If any of you guys listen to the show on Spotify and you can send that to us, Ross at RossTucker.com. That's amazing. You can even do the thing where you tweet it at us, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. That is very cool. Taking advantage of the sponsors, never goes out of style. Babbel, ExpressVPN, Raycon, Game Time. And then uh, the YouTube shout-out is fun. I did a couple of them last night, actually. Just make sure if you're the winner, you email me with who you want me to do the video for. I record it on my phone. I email it to you. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You guys subscribe and make any comment. Love shout outs to people like Scott Swanner, the latest member of our Tuckheads family at Patreon.com slash RT Media. I was on there yesterday talking about Florida State and Alabama and chiming in with the guys and gals on that over at Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's big show time. The Big Show. 
All right, Ross. I, too, also had a bad loss in betting, but we entered the Browning last night. Cincinnati wins in overtime 34-31, but Trevor Lawrence did exit early with an ankle injury. The whating? The I was, like, trying to make a play on the happening. I, I, I initially was hoping the Patriots win so I could use the zappening. So we said have the browning inning. What's the happening? It's like a mark. It's like a it's like a really bad horror movie from like 2008, like Mark Wahlberg. Really it's like bad. Like horror outside movie. and like they don't know what it is and like they're trying to All go right. to safety. It's uh, really well, it wasn't really much about the movie, more just the play on words. Got it. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But <laughs> I am I am appreciative of dad joke. Like I, I'm appreciative of the effort. I would say, Jack. Here's, what I, here's how I feel about stuff like that. It would either be really good, and I would laugh, or it's really bad, and I kind of smile. But either way, <laughs> either way, that attempt gave me, uh, look, it's 6.47 a.m., man. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for a, a smile. So, boy, I have a lot to say, I feel like, about this game. Let me start with this. And you guys know how I feel about stuff like this. I'm... So happy. I mean, so happy for Jake Browning. You know, you don't get very many opportunities. Now, the good news for him is, I guess, Burrow's out for the year. So it looks like Browning will get, you know, the rest of the season to show what he can do. But, man, a Monday night game on the road against an eight and three team and he gets his first start or first win. I should say he started last week, but his first win in a long, long time, really, really happy for Browning that he went out there and played that. Well, you guys know anytime any backup gets out there, cause I've been there. I want them to play at a really high level and establish themselves as at least guys that deserve to be in the league for a while and, and make a good living doing this. But also, you know, hopefully say, I, I sh- maybe I should start somewhere. I will say this too. They did an unbelievable job. They meaning the offensive coaching staff for the Bengals. Callahan, uh, obviously Zach Taylor. Unbelievable job getting him in a good position to succeed. I mean, early in the game... Ball out quick, ball out quick, getting the ball right out to Jamar Chase. They actually, kudos to the Bengals' offensive line. They ran it pretty well with Joe Mixon, who still is just a warrior when he runs the football, and Chase Brown. Chase Brown did some really good things as well in the run game. But it was primarily Jake Browning's night. I mean, you probably have the stats in front of you, Jack, but he was like, I mean, it was over 300 yards, no interceptions, no turnovers. Honestly, the only thing that really slowed the Bengals' offense down was when they had their wide receivers attempt to throw the ball. I mean, Chase lost seven yards. Tyler Boyd threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen right to Josh Allen. And the Bengals pulled out uh, a big win for them to stay in the mix and kind of give, I guess, their fans and their team some hope for the rest of the year. It's probably still a long shot, but at least keeps him in the mix. Meanwhile, for the Jags, really, really bad loss. Let me put a couple other things for the Bengals. One is that they just jump out to me, right? 
Jamar Chase had a fantastic game and showed that it's not just a Burrow thing. He can make a, a bunch of plays and really play well no matter who the quarterback is. They rode him and he delivered. But then also, um, you know, for the Jaguars, there's a lot of things to get into. One is it's just a terrible loss. I mean, I think by game time, they might have been 10-point favorites. You're playing at home against a backup quarterback. You cannot let him light you up like that. Was not good enough defensively by the Jags. To make matters worse, they lost receiver Christian Kirk early in the game. They lost their nickel corner Trey Herndon early in the game. Then, later in the game, they were in a dogfight the whole game regardless. I mean, they were in a dogfight. And they were fortunate probably to even be in it. I mean, you think about the touchdown catch by Parker Washington, the sixth-round rookie from Penn State who made several big plays for them, including that uh, th- this miraculous touchdown at the back of the end zone that if you didn't see, I encourage you guys to check out. Um, he made a, a nice play there. Obviously, they had Josh Allen had some sacks and had that interception off of Boyd, but they were probably fortunate to be in it. But then late in the game, it, it all kind of went bad for them. I mean, they were up by a touchdown, and then even after the Bengals tied it, Lawrence took him back down the field. Lawrence got stepped on by a big left tackle. And just the angle of it, you know, all of his weight went into the side of Lawrence's leg. And Lawrence kind of buckled with the sprained ankle like that. Uh, Now, looking at Dr. Chow, pro football doc, and reading what he wrote right away at sportsinjurycentral.com, which is why I think that place, that site is invaluable right? Like just to be able to get that information immediately. Um, He just said it's a regular sprained ankle, not even a high ankle sprain, and that there's even a chance he could play next week. So it looked bad, but it doesn't sound like it's as bad as, as it looked initially. Still don't understand why Trevor Lawrence wanted to hobble all the way back to the locker room. That was weird. But then after that happened, McManus misses a 48-yard field goal for the Jags. So then it stays tied. Then Bengals go down. McPherson hits a 54-yarder. But then kudos to the Jags. They actually come all the way back down again with C.J. Beathard, another backup quarterback that I thought acquitted himself pretty well. I thought they were going to score a touchdown. And I also thought that that was... Uh, very questionable holding on Anton Harrison. Did not like the holding on Anton Harrison on the on the deep throw to Calvin Ridley by Beathard because I thought Harrison let go in time. But anyway, they call the hold. The, the Jaguars end up kicking a field goal to tie it, goes to overtime, and in overtime, the Bengals win it. McPherson hits another field goal. Kudos to them. Kudos to a lot of people that made a lot of plays in that game. By the way, it's that time of year. It's that time of year where it's like all classic Christmas movies on TV, um, televised Thanksgiving parades. Some people really into that. Some people aren't. And I've told you guys about this before. ExpressVPN is an app that lets you change your online location. So you can change your IP address. And if you do that, 
There's additional offerings available on Netflix and Disney Plus, YouTube, BBC iPlayer, pretty much all streaming services. So like my wife, she's really into The Office. So she goes back and she watches The Office on UK Netflix. So basically, you can just change your location like I do on my phone or my computer to anywhere like the UK and watch The Office. I've tried other VPNs in the past. I know other people probably have as well. Super slow. That's why ExpressVPN is awesome. No buffering, no lag. So if you're sick of all the cheesy shows on Netflix this holiday season, gift yourself a brand new library of content. Go to expressvpn.com slash Tucker right now, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Tucker, expressvpn.com slash Tucker to learn more. It's time for the all-important Power Rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... All right, Ross, 32nd, shocker, Carolina Panthers. I actually thought about moving them ahead of the Patriots. Um, they they looked okay. They did some decent things against the Bucs. Uh, you know, Hubbard did some good things running the football. But I don't know. I guess I still feel like if they played the Patriots seven times, the Patriots would win four in my backyard, but I'm not sure. As a reminder, that is how I do my power rankings. 31st is Patriots. You know, Jack, I might even write about this at some point. The Patriots are like so bad now that maybe Belichick can convince Kraft, hey, all I need is a quarterback. Let me draft Caleb Williams or Drake May with the second pick and I can get this thing going again. Or maybe they're just so bad that... Kraft won't be able to trade Belichick. He'll have to just fire him. And Belichick can take a year off and get the money. Or Belichick can be a free agent and pick which team he wants to go to. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of thoughts going through my head now that the Patriots are this bad. Quote, unquote, this bad. Another AFC East team, the Jets. 30. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 Yeah. You know... I think I'm going to make this, Jack, actually my my Labatt take of the week. I, I wasn't even going to, but I, I need to do this. I need to say this, okay? It's presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. There are multiple Zach Wilson reports out there. Number one was that the Jets want to go back to him as a starting quarterback, but he's hesitant to do so. Okay, that's one reporter. Robert Sala says Zach Wilson wants the ball. Okay, but then there's another reporter, a different one, that said Aaron Rodgers talked to Zach Wilson to try to convince him to play again, but Wilson expressed some hesitancy because of potential injury. Let me just tell you right now, guys, it's over for Zach Wilson. It's over for him as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He was already going to be very questionable to ever start another game. Now I would be very surprised. Forget the Jets the rest of this year. 
But moving forward with another franchise, very surprised if Zach Wilson ever gets a chance to start again. Perception is reality. There were already major concerns about him. And now there's multiple reports that he could have a chance to start and he doesn't want it or isn't sure if he wants it. That's like a cardinal sin. And that's probably it for Zach Wilson. 29th, Washington Commanders. Boy, they're going the wrong way. You know, we're at that stage of the career uh, of the year, Jack, where certain teams kind of know that their coach is getting fired and it's like they play like it. You know, it's like they play like they know there's going to be change and whatever. It's not good. 28th, Arizona Cardinals. Moving up. I only moved them up two spots. I didn't want to overreact because that was the, to quote Steelers fans, that was the Tomlin special on uh, on um, Sunday. But that was a nice all-around performance by Arizona. They deserve a bunch of credit for it. 27th is the Bears. Duh, Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. So listen, Bears coming off that win against the Vikings. The rest of the season, critically important for Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields. I was on the radio in Chicago yesterday. That's all that matters for the rest of this year. The rest of this year is whether or not Eberflus gets one more year, whether or not Fields is the guy at quarterback, or they use the, the Panthers' number one pick on a new quarterback. 26 is Giants. The G-Men. Boy, some of these teams, when they have these late-season buys, it feels like they haven't played in forever. I don't have much to say about them other than Tommy DeVito. 25th is Titans. Titans, that's a brutal, brutal game for them to lose. So brutal that they fired their special teams coordinator, Craig Aukerman, and uh, that's what happens. You can't be the reason why your team loses the game. The special teams was clearly the reason why they lose, lost the game. Punter has to have season-ending surgery. Just a debacle all around in that regard. 24th is the Bucks. The Bucks stops here with their rankings. They're in uh, purgatory this year. They're gonna be they're gonna be smack dab in the middle. They're not bad. They're not going to the playoffs, I don't think. And then they'll have decisions to make about their head coach and their quarterback. That's where we're living right here, Jack. Twenty third is the Chargers. Go Chargers, go! I guess they're still hanging in the mix. Just feel like there's a lot of teams ahead of them, and it still wasn't a very impressive performance. Twenty second is New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints, when the Saints come marching in, come march. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. I don't know if Carr's going to be able to play this week. Uh, the Saints, not not a good performance. This is this is probably it for Dennis Allen this year too. They don't win that division because that's such a winnable division. He had to win it. Twenty first is Cincinnati Bengals. Way higher than I thought they'd be, but Browning Browning gave them some life. Browning gave them some hope last night. 20th is the Vikings. Jack, that's not how we say it. <laughs> the Minnesota, the Minnesota Vi- Vikings. Hey, Minnesota Vikings. They're they're still firmly in the mix. I think they might be in the playoffs right now, or they're at least like right there near the playoff picture. But they gotta they gotta get back to uh the way they were playing before these last two games. In particular, Dobbs before that last game. Nineteenth is the Raiders. The Raiders. Coming off a bye, not much to say. 
18th is Falcons. Boy, they have been fortunate in terms of their schedule. When's the last time they played even like a halfway decent team? They have played a bunch, it seems like, of bad teams in a row. I'm not mad at them, though. Go ahead, get your win, and order on DoorDash. It's that time. Pizza cravings at halftime, ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout? Boom, they're on your doorstep. You want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. Jack, you got to have something to wash it down. Wash it down with my favorite Labatt Blue Lights. Live life to the power of we. Delicious. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. 17th is the Browns. Yeah, I guess they dropped several spots. I think that was more because there was teams below them that I felt like deserved to move up, like the Colts, Rams, and Packers. Plus, the Browns' defense disappointed me. 16th is the Steelers. Well, and they dropped more than they normally would because of the Pickett injury as well. You know, Pickett had played well the week before in the first game without Canada. I'm not as confident about Trubisky. 15th is the Colts. I think they've won like three in a row. Minshew's doing enough to win. They got a coach of the year candidate in Steichen. They they deserve to move up. No, they've won four in a row. 14th is Seahawks. That was a rough loss to the Cowboys, man. That was a big one for them. And the schedule, they, they lost some games they had to win. The Rams game. I mean, now they got the Niners. They got the Eagles. Doesn't really get easier for them. 13th is Packers. Dun, 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 dun. Go, Pat, go. Dun, 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 dun. You guys know how I feel about them. They are on the rise. 12th is the Rams. Rams are the team I'm riding with this week, Jack. I'm pretty impressed by them lately. Brought to you by Wrangler, made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. We are seeing some coaching. Right now in the NFL. You know, teams get better or they get worse. Think about how the Colts are playing winning four in a row. Think about how the Packers are playing. And then think about the Rams. How many guys on the Rams team can you name right now? Stafford, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, maybe Kyron Williams, maybe Higby, definitely Aaron Donald. That's it. That's all the players on their team that you know. And they still have won several games in a row, and they're right there in the playoff mix. 11th is Denver Broncos. Yeah, I only dropped them one spot behind the Texans because that that was kind of a back-and-forth affair. 10th is the Texans. They're finding a way, man. You know, this time they did it with a lot of defense, Jack, which was really impressive, right? It was that side of the ball. It wasn't just Stroud being the hero. 9th is Buffalo Bills. Bills had a bye, not much to say. They needed it. Eighth is Jaguars. Dropped them a couple spots, uh, not just because of the loss, but their defense didn't play well. And Lawrence, even if he plays on Sunday, he'll be hobbled. Seventh is Detroit Lions. Boy, they needed that win in the worst way. They bounced back in a major way on offense from the Thanksgiving Day game, but their defense still missing a little something there, Jack. Six, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, the number one seed right now. 
They're the number one seed in the AFC. I haven't checked their schedule, but that would be that'd be quite a feat for them. Fifth, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Boy, that's going to be another epic game Sunday night. Cowboys, Eagles, a lot on the line. The Eagles can event, uh, can essentially cement the NFC East. The Cowboys could make it real interesting. Fourth is Baltimore Ravens. Not much to say for the Ravens. They had a bye. Still curious to see where Zach Ertz lands. Interesting that he hasn't signed anywhere yet. Third is the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I didn't drop them. Even after that loss in Green Bay, I thought about it. But then, you know, they didn't play great. I give the Packers credit. But in a series of seven games, I still kind of feel like the Chiefs would beat the Ravens, beat the Cowboys, beat the Dolphins right now, beat the Lions. Maybe I'm wrong, but wasn't their best performance, but I'm not I, I didn't think it was droppable. I didn't think it was drop worthy. And I didn't see anything I didn't see enough from the Cowboys barely beating the Seahawks or the Ravens by to drop them. Second, Philadelphia Eagles. E A G L E S Eagles. Yeah, they got blown out. It's it's a one one game thing. I picked them to lose the game. I kind of thought they were due for a loss. Kind of thought that that would happen. It happened. No big deal. Uh, they can't allow one bad loss though to be two, right? Like they can't allow that to be a factor. Big news for them signing Shaq Leonard yesterday. Talked about it in an emergency Ross report that one-minute social clip thing that I do, talking Eagles since I do so much Eagles stuff in Philly. And, uh, you know, I don't think Shaq Leonard is going to be all pro Shaq Leonard, but he might be better than the guys the Eagles have right now. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is? And first is the San Francisco 49ers. They're back, baby. They are back on top. And they earned it, right? They've won several games in a row. Again, Purdy's playing lights-out football. They've won four in a row. They just smashed my number one team, the Eagles. The Niners right now are the best team in pro football. Other than that, make sure you check out Even Money. Good guest tomorrow, Booger McFarland. I think we're done here. Tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out myfrontpagestory.com. Are some of you really not going ahead and at least seeing what these amazing gifts would be like for your mom, your dad, your wife, any loved one? Maybe a colleague, maybe a boss. It'd be a cool boss gift. Myfrontpagestory.com, all about how great of a boss they are. People don't know what to get their boss. Backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, big day for you guys. SteakhouseSports.com, humanheadnyc.com, Sportaculture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.